and I got Henny overflowing up my shop. Welcome to the Sports After Party podcast with me, Jezza. And Afo, we are bringing you the weekly sports conversations from across the globe. Welcome to the party. <laughs> let's get it. Let's get it. And we're back. Sorry. Back in your head tops, back in your life. Here we are, boys. It's the Sports After Party podcast. And we've got some of our boys with us. But first, Afo, how are you getting on? I'm good. I'm good. You know, we thought we'd just do a quick one. You know, a lot happened on the weekend. So we thought we'd just jump in and, and, do, and do a quick one. So, But I'm good. I'm good. What are you saying, Jay? Yeah. Me, I can't even lie, man. I'm a bit, I'm a bit tired, a bit upset. I'm in quarantine mm. day seven. Um, you know, one of my older cousins who are living with us has the Rona. Um, luckily, we're all negative, so we thank God. We thank, thank God. God. But he's a bit worse for wear, for to be honest, man. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, you don't actually appreciate it until you see someone firsthand of it. It's, it's mad. It's, it's real. It's very mad. It's very real. Yeah, it's real. But, uh, you know, we're here, we're here, another pod, another day, and we've got our boys with us, Timmy and Rashad. Yo, what's up? Boys, what's introduce up? yourself again. Timmy, Marcel, thank you for having us back again, three times, honorary TSAP members. That's it. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it is what it yeah. is. Yeah, man. Rashad, you know, aka Rashman Gashman, that's what they used to call me back in the used day. Used to wait, what happened? <laughs> what happened? You don't get that anymore. All right. Retiring from the life, man. Retiring from the life. Oh, but, um, I'm good, man. I'm good. You know, just excited to be back. You know, it's always an honor to be here. So I'm just ready to get things started because I'm happy. I'm very happy. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So obviously, um, Rashman Gashman is a bit of a Buccaneers fan, but we'll get into that. We'll get into that in a little bit. So Afro, tell us what, what tell the people what are we talking about today. So we talk about NFL and UFC. Obviously, those are the big things that happened this weekend. You know, Super Bowl, the Conor McGregor fight. But I thought we'd start off with uh, Buccaneers. You know, Rashad has mentioned it a few times now in this in a short period of time we've been on. So we'll start with the Super Bowl. We'll talk about, you know, Tom Brady and his greatness. And um, yeah, who do we actually have winning? Do these guys actually have a chance? Like, is Rashad going to be heartbroken on Super Bowl Sunday? So yeah, man, Rashad, you know what? I'll give you the mic first. How are you feeling? Were you expecting it? How like, how you feel? I know you're feeling nice because you're still smiling, but how, like, what do you think about it all? And also, Rashman, hold on. As well, before you go, explain to the people that you've been a Buccaneers fan for mm. while, a while now, right? This isn't mm. just uh, Brady came to the team and you decided to, to support them. Um, yeah, so I'll be honest. <laughs> I have been... A Buccaneers fan literally since Warren Sapp and we won the Super Bowl since then probably even a bit before I've been through some tough times <laughs> tough tough times mm. with quarterbacks such as Freeman and Mike Glennon even though Freeman like you told me Afro he had his moments but still we had Jamin Jameis Winston <laughs> making a new move for 30 for 30 um, we've had um, we had loads of crazy quarterbacks now the time's come because the GOAT has arrived. <laughs> and I do mean it, the GOAT has arrived. Yeah. So when I first knew, and I, we had some great receivers all, over the years as well, like with Mike Evans, when he first came into the league out of the draft, I already knew he was going to be a star because he's like literally so massive as well. Like it's not really, in my opinion, he's probably like one of the top five receivers in the league now. But name and then there, Chris name, Godwin. Name the five, name the five. Obviously you want to die. Go off too much, but you said something. Okay, there. Mike, Mike, what? Well, and you talking about from just this season or all time? Like no, no, in like this the, season, uh, in the league now. Currently playing in the league. 
So just quickly okay. about your five. Mike Evans, I would say no. Mike Evans, number five. I would say um, number four, Devontae Abbott. Uh, oh, actually, no. Ooh. See, this is where it gets hot, hot. Number one is D-Hot. Number one is D-Hot. Number two is Devontae Adams. Um, number three, I could put in, uh, even though he was injured, I'd still say Michael Thomas is there. And um, number four, I got to put, uh, this is tough, man. Tough. I would still say Keenan Allen. Julio Jones? Keenan Allen. Julio wasn't there this season, man. Rashad, please. Rashad, please. I don't know. I, I can't put Julio in there from what the Falcons have done. You know? Yeah. Right, fair like enough. Julio, in my opinion, if you're talking about all-time receivers in the league now, I would actually put Julio number one. But you're talking about this season, I would say that that's my top five. But... I think in terms of the Super Bowl chance of the Bucks, obviously I'm happy. I'll be honest, I actually did not think we were going to get anywhere um, near near the Super Bowl. But you know, you can't you can't really count out Brady, can you? That guy's the goat. And obviously, we I was hoping that you know Mahomes wouldn't have made it, but obviously he's there, and it's going to be tough. But I mean, if we can beat Aaron Rodgers, who I think is technically right now of an all-time great, even compared to Mahomes. And Aaron Rodgers had an MVP season this year. I think obviously he still played horrible and made horrible decisions in that game. I really believe that, you know, any there's any chance for Mahomes, I think Brady can do it. Because one one thing with Brady is, yeah, he's older, he's got age. But one thing is, you know, Brady does not make mistakes at all. Mm. And for my, Patrick Mahomes to beat him, I believe you actually have to you have to beat Brady. Brady doesn't make mistakes. You actually have to go out there and beat Brady. So you can't make mistakes as well. He's made three mistakes in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that's what I was going to say because <laughs> Brady... My hopes are burning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go Brady is the goal, right? But if you really watch that, that was... The Packers lost that game. Like, mm. it was... They fully fumbled that. Like, Brady, what, three interceptions in the second half or yeah. something? But yeah. the Packers did nothing with those with those opportunities that Brady basically handed to them. Aaron Rodgers was just making error after error in, the, in that fourth quarter. Just decision making as a whole from that team was just off. So I actually think Brady Brady makes mistakes, and Mahomes ain't Mahomes is he's kind Very of rare. out of it right now. So I think Mahomes going to punish them. That's no, I, to be fair, Rashad, I think I, I think we've seen Brady in enough tight situations where he has made mistakes and I feel like you know especially when the pressure is really on him in terms of you know those those D-line those offensive sorry those D-line and 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 uh linebackers like right on his ass he you know as my boy Stephen A says you know he starts dancing like the uh tap dancing like old Gregory Himes right so um he, he, he can be got he can be got and that and that Patrick um, Patrick Mahomes and his boys they're no joke yeah, I agree, but you got to think about our defense as well. I think obviously um, Rogers made a lot of mistakes, but I think our defense has actually been pretty well this season. Yeah, um, uh, we've been pretty solid, especially in the secondary as well, and um, our you know our defensive line is good as well. So I feel like if we can put and one thing that we're really good at is pass rushing. So I believe if we can get to Mahomes, I believe we can actually do some damage. 
Okay. So I mean, a quick question before we move on to the other side of the Super Bowl and, and talk a little bit more about um, Paddy, if you will. Um, I want to discuss Aaron Rodgers a little bit and his legacy as a quarterback. I feel like he is one of the most talented quarterbacks of all time, if not the most talented quarterback of all time. But he only has one Super Bowl to his name, while Tom Brady has multiples. Where does he stack up? In, in your, you know, thoughts around the greatest quarterbacks of all time? That's a tough one. He's up there. He's up there for sure. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is special. I mean, like, he, well, he's tied to win MVP this, this year, right? Yeah, but so, him and Derrick Henry, yeah. So, multiple MVPs. Obviously, the Super Bowl win. But, like you said, he hasn't been there in a while. He hasn't been back there in a while. And I don't know, I guess he's up there, but, and his playoff record is actually not that bad as well. But it's tough. It's tough to say because the difference between him and Brady is like, just, I guess, basically off Super Bowl wins. But that's that's everyone in the ever mm. compared to Brady. So it's kind of hard to say where you can stack him up, but he's so talented. Like he's, he seems to be, he, he doesn't really lose a step year after year. He's actually kind of just been consistently good. It's kind of hard to say. He needs he needs to win one more, man. I need to see him one more A Rod Super Bowl before 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 he goes. I have to. Yeah, I mean, I believe. Yeah, I was gonna say I believe um, A Rod. He's definitely up there. I agree with Timmy. Um, I believe he's probably the one of the most talented play uh, talented quarterbacks to ever actually grace this. Um, this earth, you know, uh, even with Mahomes, yeah, Mahomes is great, but in terms of, you don't really know how well Mahomes has been because Mahomes hasn't outlasted Rogers, if that makes sense. Um, Rogers has been doing this consistently for, for, for years and years and years. And with sometimes with a team, that's not that great. When the defense is bad, he had no receivers to throw to some years and look at him. He was still putting out our performance numbers and basically still, you know, get, like still basically getting to Green Bay Packers to the to the playoffs sometimes. And I believe, obviously, I think the organization has hindered his progress a bit. I believe he should have left maybe two, three years ago. But obviously, that was Brett Favre's protege at the time. Um, I just feel, I've, I believe that if you kind of try to compare him to the greats, you have to look at like Joe Montana and all of those guys as well. So I believe he's up there, but I just don't believe he has enough Super Bowls to actually secure himself as the greatest. But in terms of the most talented, he's definitely the most talented. Yeah, I, I think I would agree with that, Rashad. Um, he's the, t- the Green Bay Packers have let him down over the years. You know, he hasn't had that many top yeah. defenses. You think about the the chat off the back of the the draft was how can they draft a quarterback in the first round, um, especially mm. when it's, it's not as if he's on the downward spiral or he's on the, de- the decline. And you think about. The, the lack of weapons that he has. Um, so for me, it's, it's a big shame because, yeah, he's a legend and he's extremely talented. And maybe when you look at his numbers, because again, he doesn't throw interceptions either. But when you look at his um, touchdown to interception ratio, it'll probably be the best, maybe probably be the best of all time. When you look at his efficiency with the ball, probably be one of the best of, of all time. So I think that's where his legacy will probably be helped. But the Packers haven't really helped him with what they put around him. And I, I, 
you can see the way he hugged Tom Brady at the end of that game. That it, that game really pissed him off. Yeah, he was there for the taking, and um, just like that, it's gone. And you, Tom Brady and all these other guys, they know as well as anyone else. It's once you get to the Super Bowl, it's not easy to get back. Like you think about um, Cam Newton. Cam Newton a couple of years ago was on fire. This guy potentially might mm. be a backup quarterback next season after being dropped and released by the, the Patriots. So um, I say mm. all of that because I think he is an all-time great. Um, and I hope that he forces a trade. I don't know if they will accept it. But yeah, something definitely has to be considered um, by the Packers because they can't keep going on the way the way they're going, especially with someone as talented as he is. Yeah, yeah. I say to the Bucks. After Brady retires, <laughs> you put him there as another rap. You know, just bring replace one goat with the next, and then definitely. How many years with Brady? I I'll give him another. Hey, who knows? This guy knows. Uh-huh. Super Bowl, bro. Like, I feel like yeah. with with Brady, you just keep on going until he literally just falls apart. Yeah. Until he says, "I'm done." Um, you just keep on giving him one year, one year, one year, and keep it moving because yeah. if he can do this, I at the beginning of the year, I, I didn't think that yeah, you guys would be anywhere close to a Super Bowl final, and uh, and here you are. Although I think I would have preferred to have seen a, an Aaron Rodgers versus Mahomes, uh, because of the fact that they're so such dynamic um QBs themselves, but anyway, that's not what we have. We have um Patrick Mahomes in his second Super Bowl. I mean, just how good is this kid and those that Chiefs team? They have weapons, like yeah, <laughs> weapons. Well oiled machine, just mm. absolute weapons. And then Mahomes is like, I, I mean, I don't know. We'll maybe get to that conversation, but Mahomes' trajectory right now is yeah. very Brady esque right now. Like, bro, he's cheap he, for the money they paid. He's cheap. He's cheap, bro. Like. <laughs> They, they've had they have a generational talent. Like right now, what's that? I think it's his fourth season, and he's pot- potentially can win his second Super Bowl already. That's the same as Brady. Brady won his second in his fourth. He won two in four years. So, but Mahomes is on, his, on that trajectory, man. Huh? No, I'm saying the confidence as well. Do you know? Do you, I think there's a difference between thinking you're good, but at the same time, when like you throw an interception, it's like it's cool. <laughs> like next play, we'll get it. Yeah. Like there's no concern. There's no worry. Because they've been there so many times, and obviously his team believe in him so much that, um, yeah, he's just an absolute, absolute baller. So, yeah, like a second that view to me. Perfect situation for him. Like he actually just has like that offense is just unbelievable. Like they just have too many weapons. Like he can even have a bad game and they're still like they're they're firing on all cylinders. So, yeah, that's why I tout them to win. I mean, I agree. I feel, I believe that Travis Kelsey is probably one of the best passing tight ends, like receiving wise, that I've seen in a while. Yeah. Uh, even like only compared to Gronk, maybe. But yeah, that that whole that team is just like a very well oiled machine. Like it can run on its own in terms of who they have in the backfield, who they have on defense. They literally just have people that want to win. And I believe that goes a long way. And I believe that coaching staff, I don't like they like he's got some gutsy plays, like to be um to be doing what he's doing to get to the Super Bowl, you know, because he believes in his quarterback. And I believe once a coach 
the head coach and all the offensive coordinator believes in their quarterback, you know, like, like you said, it's a generational talent. You can go a long way. Um, however, I cannot count out my bucks because you know why you can never count them now? Let me hear Because they got the goat. So you can never count them out. That's kind of true. That's kind of true. You, all these years, I've been counting out Brady. He shuts me up every time. So. Yeah, but Timmy, of... Timmy, but, okay. so, but well, just, before, just before we move on, um, what I would say is, even though Aaron Rodgers didn't take advantage of all the interceptions that Brady threw, there's no way that the Chiefs um, don't do that. There's no way yeah, Kansas I... and Mahomes don't take advantage of at least one of those. Like, you look at the game that they played against the Bills and how the Bills went 10 a lot. And you're like, oh, we've got something interesting. Within, within like, two plays or within, like, two, like, within the, the four second half of started, they'd already dominated the game. And I was like, okay, cool, I can go to bed now. I mean, literally, I went to bed because I knew the game was, yeah. the game, the game was done. Was so you think about that. I think I what the box have is that they have a very good defense, which might help. Yeah, I agree. They're going to, because there was, like, plays where, like, I think it was in the, within the two, three minute, last two, three minutes where Aaron Rodgers could have, like, run, rushed for the touchdown, but yeah. instead passed off. Like, those errors aren't going to happen with the Chiefs, in my opinion. And they're not going to, they're not going to um, do a field goal in the last three minutes when he can f- go on fourth down to get the touchdown. Right? It just makes no, they're not going to make those errors, in my opinion. I don't think they're going to make those errors. So, for me, Chiefs are, Chiefs for the Super Bowl. So, Chiefs, Jeremy. So, so Timmy, you said, Timmy, you said Chiefs. Rashad, you know who I'm picking. I don't even need to say. <laughs> Afo, I'm I'm gonna go Chiefs as well. And I think I think I'm probably gonna go for the Chiefs as the well. The blasphemy but, uh... you guys have on the go is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> this next podcast, you watch when I come up. I'm gonna have my Super Bowl T-shirt on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys keep playing around with the goat. I, I I say you guys have to all get Brady jerseys if he wins. Oh, you paying? Are you paying? <laughs> this is, you're, you're, a full full Super Bowl jersey, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Super Bowl, Bowl Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Well, look, we, we've we've had some great NFL over the over the week and over the past coming weeks, and also on top of that, we've had some amazing fights in the UFC um, over the last couple of weeks. And you know, for me, let's 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 go backwards and work work our way forward. Max Holloway put on one of the most incredible performances I've ever seen in the octagon. Um, if you, some, for some of you guys who don't know, Max is a former uh, flyweight champion and wow, he, he, you know, I don't know if anyone's Dragon Ball Z fans out here, but he went ultra instinct in there. He started doing all kinds of wish nip in, inside there. I don't even know if wish nip's a word, but I just made it up just then. <laughs> but yeah, Timmy, your, your thoughts on, on Max Holloway's performance? Right, that guy is just—he's something else, man. He is so good. Like when he's when he's like at the full his full power, he's like unstoppable. Because I I always compare it to that fight against uh, Brian Ortega, where he just put on like a boxing clinic. Like he, and then this last fight, he was just—I I haven't seen that in a while. Because he he's coming back off two losses. He really needed this. He really needed this, man. He was dodging. He was talking to the announcers. He was punching. I'm not even looking at the guy. Like it was mad, man. I love Max Holloway. Like he's so he's sick. He's he yeah. title shot back. He, I think, I think he could get it. So I mean, the thing, the thing I like about Max Holloway is he has six losses on his record. Uh, he has 22 wins, 
but he just looks like someone who loves fighting. And when he was in that ring just then, he, he was so diverse with his shot selection. He was hitting the legs, hitting the body, um, making him faint to come down the body, then he'd go up to the top. It was, it was special to watch. And I feel like he has to have the next title shot at featherweight. Um, he was facing Volkanovski in his last fight, and that was a really close decision, which I, I think he should have won. Um, but the fact that he just... Well, he's had two fights since the Volkanovski lock, um, loss. And, and yeah, he's actually, no, sorry, I think, I think it might be one fight actually since the Volkanovski um, loss and, and he's back in the title picture with such the most impressive performance I've seen from him in a very, very long time. But Afalabi, Rashad, you guys saw one of the icons of mixed martial arts, Conor McGregor, mm. come back and he took it out, you know, as, as fans of of combat sports. What did you guys think of Conor McGregor's loss coming back from a year out? Um, well, I read an article recently, and then if you think about um, what Don, uh, that Donald White put it perfectly, it's hard to have that hunger when you're getting offered 300 million to be to have a yacht, you know what I mean? I believe, obviously, McGregor, he's, I still think he's probably one of the best pounds, like he's still a great fighter, don't get me wrong. I still believe he's got a lot of his career within him, but I just feel like he's lost the hunger. For him to be coming out of retirement, then coming back in and he says he's got the hunger and it does a lot, you know, he, tra- he changed up his whole training camp, um, he, a whole new training camp to when he had it when he was a fighter. So I believe, I, I mean, I just believe that Conor McGregor's lost the hunger for, for the game really. And um I don't know if he'll ever get back to his 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 true self. Yeah, I think what what I'll say about Connor, and Timmy, you and I have spoken about this a few times. Um, I feel like when it comes to boxing and fighting and all that kind of stuff, you like mentally you have to be there. Mentally, you have to feel as if you're still the best, you're dominant, all that kind of stuff. Otherwise, you will get your ass beaten like swiftly. So I think all the talk of this has been my best training camp, this is the best I've looked in all the while. Whenever people and fighters say that. Is because they're trying to to trick themselves, or they want they're kind of not always to trick themselves, but they're trying to make sure in their mind they don't doubt themselves. And I think that's what's happened here with Connor. Um, again, like I thought, still put on a good fight, like still put on a good fight, but he just wasn't um, just got caught. Like the guy just kept kicking at his leg, and like it's, it's mad. Like obviously, like he just that made him lose some of his balance, some of his control, and just like that, he's like whoa, whoa and wobble. So. Um, I, I, I think Connor, Connor, I don't know if he makes it back because if he loses again, I don't know. Because I I, a part of me thinks his legacy is legacy set because of the money he's made. His legacy set because he's one of the icons of the UFC that's made it to more of this global thing. Is like, all those things because of him. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just intrigued to see what he does next. Obviously, he wants to fight this guy, guy next. But if he loses again, like, where do you go from there? It's tough because, like, I I actually give Connor credit like a lot for like bringing so many like fans over to UFC. He's set the like money's just gone up, everything like this. But like in hindsight, the lightweight division to me is the best division in the UFC, the most stacked anyway with the talented fighters. It's actually kind of disrespectful for Connor to go away for like a year and try come back and fight these guys and say oh yeah i'm the best in this division blah 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 like these guys have been actively fighting for 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 the whole year khabib 
uh, Dustin, all these guys have been fighting consistently. So there's for him to try and come back and th- like it's, he got proven wrong. Like you can't just take off this this long periods of time and try come back and say, yeah, I need to be champion. I'm the best. Blah blah blah. Like he he got proven wrong, especially like people were saying Connor will win because you know he beat Dustin six years ago. Like I thought Connor will win purely because I think Connor's actually a good fighter, but I definitely didn't count out Dustin Poirier. Um, Dustin because yeah, no, Timmy, I completely Dustin. agree with you. Dustin Poirier has been fighting killers, killers. and beating killers I... for a very long time now. He was on a very long win streak before he lost to Khabib. So, and he put on a really good showing against Khabib. You know, what <laughs> to be fair, when you say put on a good showing against Khabib, it's getting your ass whooped, but <laughs> to a lesser degree than what other people get their ass whooped. Um, and, and yet, Dustin Poirier, and, and that's the problem with sometimes when the mainstream media covers the UFC, because again, I love Stephen A, but he described, oh, like, why the hell do I want to see Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier? I mean, what the hell do, what the hell do you know, man? Dustin Poirier is a killer. So, I'm particularly happy for Dustin. Those calf kicks, as you said, Afo, were the reason why why there was a reason why he completely destroyed Connor's legs. And I also think the fact that he had been away for a year, you're not used to getting, you know, your your legs beat up, your body beaten up. You when you absorb punches in training camp when you're, you know, mm. constantly going through fights, your body acclimatizes to that. It gets it gets used to to that. Connor's never been knocked out before. Right. This is his first time that he's been finished via punches in the UFC. So um, that 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 for me, that's a really big deal. I think, if I'm if I'm being honest, I think Connor's really good at adapting. So I I don't mind seeing him come in for a, a third try against Dustin Poirier, have the the rubber match, if you will, and 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 let's see what happens. Let's all, all I know is that if he loses, boy. Um, Jake Paul was going to be calling his name quite quite hard. Yeah, for me, it's uh, Connor should fight Nate Diaz. Them guy, Connor should just be fighting mid level lightweight right now. Let the big boys compete for the titles. The Dustins, the um, all those guys, Gaethje, all them guys at the top. Khabib, if he still wants to, let them all compete, do their little mini tournament or whatever. Connor, just go make your money, do the trilogy with Nate. Go fight Jake Paul. Go fight Pacquiao. Whatever. Do go. Just be a be a prize fighter. Be a prize fighter. Yeah, You're clearly going that level right now. Like the, the thing is, uh, I, I think as we were spoke about this previously, Timmy, I think one of the best things and worst things to happen to Conor McGregor was the Floyd Mayweather fight. Right? It's amazing because now his family is set for life. Right? I, I, how much did he make off that? A hundred mil? I'm pretty sure it was something around that. Right? Um, and he that's fantastic. The only problem with that is now I think that took his mind away from fighting on a regular basis because now he's used to having those massive paydays. And unfortunately, unless you're fighting Floyd Mayweather, you're not going to get that on every... Well, unless you're fighting for, for Floyd Mayweather or Khabib, you're not going to be getting as large paydays. So maybe it is a little bit harder for him to, to get ready for these fights. Maybe... And he was very, very paddy paddy with Dustin Poirier before the fight as well, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. we're we're used to Conor McGregor, you know, riling up people. I feel like the number he did on Jose Aldo, getting on his nerves, um, disrespecting Brazil, um, <laughs> saying that he's the king of the, 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 the Rio de Janeiro. Um, 
that's, that's Connor at his best. And then he comes back and knocks him out in 13 seconds. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see. I think, I think what he should do is, yes, fight, fight Nate, because I think he has a high chance of winning that fight. Fight a few other um, competitors maybe on that, that level that aren't, that are entertaining fights. They may not be, you know, the, the guys who are right, right ready for the titles, but they're, they're entertaining. Um, so, yeah, that, that, at least that's our thoughts on, on the whole fight. Right, business Timmy, anything else you want to add on top? Yeah, I mean, I just I agree. I feel like it's the mo- I feel like he's not fully motivated. Like, who is it? I think it was Hagler that said it's hard to wake up in the morning when you're laying in silk sheets. Like, mm. you know, what I mean, I think that level is just not there. And then just the lightweight division is just stacked anyway. Like, they, they are the best division. So, yeah. Connor, get your mid level fights, just get some wins under your belt again. And then mm. maybe he might be in discussion twenty two. And, and you know, but you know what? If he is fighting regularly, I I think Conor McGregor is incredibly talented. He's one of the best fighters that the UFC has produced. He's definitely top top fifteen of all time, I would say. So someone of that with that caliber, they should be able to um, get back if they're fighting at a, at a regular basis. So you know, we'll we'll we'll, go, we'll see what happens in the UFC and in the NFL. Best of luck, Rashad on your Buccaneers. Hopefully that they can go and win the Super Bowl for you. And uh, thank you, Afo, Timmy. Always welcome on the pod, guys. It's been a pleasure having you. Mm-hmm. Guys, as, as you know, we're on YouTube now. We want yep, that YouTube yep, yep. money. Come on. Please. Subscribe, right. like, like, share. Comment. Um, guys, this is the sports. <laughs> comment as well. Don't forget to comment. Uh, this is a sports after party podcast. Thank you for listening. Type of rock star, I got class and I got Henny overflowing up my shop glass. And yeah, I know I'm not a keeper, but can you be my mama seater by the time I'm done with this tequila? Cause I'm a different type of rock star, I got class, but don't ask about my past, cause I got scars, and yeah, it's hard to understand. I'm trying to be the man.